You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm going to read from an inspiring book, Letters to Girls Who Dream of Flying by Ms. Shona Bramble. It's a beautiful collection of letters that Shona organized by flights or chapters, depending on the theme. I've decided to pick three letters from the flight titled The Healers. I thought that was kind of apropos in light of the ongoing pandemic. Um, I just thought it would be nice to to pay special attention to those who identify as the healers. I'll include a link in the um, show notes to the book. So I previously read one of the letters, um, the one that I actually wrote from uh, this book in the episode, um, it was episode 33. So if you're interested in my story, um, you know, feel free to go back to episode 33. Anyway, so in the preface to flight three, the healers, Shona writes, taking care of our physical selves and mental selves is so vital to our existence, and I appreciate those who spend exorbitant amounts of time serving the sick. The healers, as I call them in this chapter, have helped to heal either broken bones or minds, and so we honor their work, their spirit, and their contributions. Shona then ends the preface to this chapter, or flight as she calls them, with a quote from Marianne Williamson, the practice of forgiveness is our most important contribution to the healing of the world. So without further ado, I'd like to start with Monir's story. Dear beautiful, my name is Monir and I'm in my 40s. I was born in Iran and I live in the United States. When I was growing up, I wanted to be a star and a model. Today, I am a clinical social worker. I am empathetic and have a real sharp intuition if I tune in and keep my spirit fed with prayers and meditation. My passions vary. I am passionate about my spiritual quest as a member of the Baha'i faith, where service to humanity is our duty, including bringing neighborhood activities to communities where children, youth, and parents can be empowered with spiritual tools to take charge of their own lives communities, and spiritual growth. I am also passionate about empowering and encouraging others, including my daughter, my staff, and my clients. I am passionate about music, dancing, and going to the beach, although I have not done much of these lately due to a very intense work schedule. When doing the things I'm passionate about, I feel alive, invincible, and powerful, but humble. I can't follow most of my passions regularly, and mostly I feel tired, lethargic, and at times depressed when I'm unable to do so. As a young woman, what I feared most was a broken heart and a man's anger because my dad had a temper. I also feared being abandoned. Today, I sometimes feel less vulnerable to my fears. I think that's why I ended up being so independent. I alone can take care of myself and raise my child. But maybe the reason why I don't have a partner in my life to take care of me is because I learned early on not to rely on anyone. Or possibly, because of being let down, 
I just try to do it all myself. If I spoke to my younger self, I would tell her, you are okay just the way you are and you are good enough. As a woman, one of my biggest challenges has been meeting a compatible man. In order to combat this, I've decided to not settle, have faith, try to take better care of myself and stay positive. Although I'm not very successful at doing all of those things all the time. But I also try to surrender to the will of God. When things get difficult, I seek help from my sister and my friends. There aren't that many people, but I am grateful for the ones I do have. I hold myself back by not valuing myself enough, not taking better care of myself, not eating right, not exercising enough, not meditating enough, not doing enough yoga, and not relaxing enough. I push myself forward by praying, being selective of my surroundings in order to avoid negativity, and reading motivating and positive literature. I see myself as hardworking, driven, tired, compassionate, and at times too emotional. In terms of how others see me, I'm not sure, perhaps crazy, confident, sweet, outspoken, mean, and bossy. The way I work on self-acceptance is by putting my hand on my heart and repeating this prayer. In him, let the trusting trust. I also tell myself, you are okay just the way you are. Although most times, I have difficulty accepting that. What I value most in my life is my role as a mother, my religion, my family, my friends, and my health. It might sound cliche, but as I get older, these values become more important in a deeper sense. All these values center on love, so I guess I mostly value love. Beautiful, I believe your biggest struggles are self-image and self-value. What I believe contributes to those struggles are the media, fashion, music, and lack of spiritual, not necessarily religious, identity. If I had the opportunity to sit with a young girl who is a shadow of my younger self, I would tell her, your dreams can come true as long as you believe in yourself and accept the good in you. Dreams can change as we evolve, but as long as you stay centered, you will be okay. Monir. Wow, I love how Monir talks about being mindful of her surroundings to avoid negativity and how she reads positive and motivating literature. When I was reading her letter, I immediately thought about how important it is to understand the difference between low vibration, high vibration, and raising your frequency. There's a really good book that I started a couple of years ago that I feel called to reread. So that's on my bookshelf <laughs> on my nightstand now. Uh, The title is Vibe, Unlock the Energetic Frequencies of Limitless Health, Love, and Success, and it's by Robin Openshaw. The front cover has a review from Dr. Isabella Wentz, who's fondly known as the thyroid pharmacist. She's the author of the Hashimoto's Protocol and um, other great works where searching for the root cause of disease is like her top priority. Anyway, I digress, but I highly recommend um, that book. Let's take a short break. When we return, I want to share the next healer's story, and her name is Carly.
calling all introverts. You may have doubts, but I truly believe that you, yes, you can grow your business and rock your podcast. Is your fear of public speaking holding you back? I get it. I've been there. I'm Sandy D, queen of podcasts and I'm an introvert with a capital I. In my introvert's guide to rocking your podcast course, you'll learn how to get in the right mindset, speak with confidence and clarity, and so much more. Start your podcast, manifest your dream clients, and grow your business. Sign up today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. So now I'm going to share Carly's letter. Dear beautiful, my name is Carly and I'm in my 60s. I was born in St. Vincent and now I live in the United States. When I was growing up, I wanted to be a nurse. Today I am a nurse. My special gift is the ability to keep things simple. I am passionate about work and family. Life consists of joys, disappointments, frustrations, and moving on. If I could not do the things I'm passionate about, I think I would adjust somehow. Although I have a difficult time remembering much of my childhood, the fears that I did have were of failure and loneliness. But now, I don't worry so much anymore about those things. If I did have the opportunity to go back and speak to my younger self, I would say to her, I love you, you are good, and you are important. Life will be okay. In order to combat life's challenges, I try to stay optimistic and keep hope alive. I believe that somehow tomorrow will be better. When things get difficult, I turn to family, friends, quiet, solitude, and peace within, and gratitude for the good things that I have. I hold myself back through my self-doubt. So in order to push myself forward, I work on being optimistic and remembering the good things, especially the successes. I see myself as someone who feels good about herself. I have learned to forgive my mistakes. My life is worthwhile. I feel that sometimes others may see me as being too simple. Self-acceptance is something I work on every day through prayer, forgiveness, and seeing others' weaknesses by accepting them. I have learned to value myself most in life. I believe that is the only way to keep life in perspective. Beautiful, I believe your biggest struggles probably include too much exposure, too much freedom, too much influence from the world. I believe that lack of family structure and lack of direction contribute to those struggles. If I had the opportunity to sit with a young girl who is a shadow of my younger self, my words would echo the essence of what I said earlier. Trust and believe in God or prayer. Believe that you are good and worthwhile. Love yourself. Use the quiet spaces and solitude to recuperate spiritually. Believe that life will be better tomorrow. Believe that you are loved, but most importantly, love yourself. Carly. 
I love how Carly acknowledges that she's held herself back through her self-doubt, but pushes herself forward by focusing on her successes. I also love how she speaks about working on self-acceptance daily. She's, you know, pretty much saying she's a work in progress, right? So now I'm going to read the third letter I've selected from The Healer's Flight, and this is from Janice. Dear Beautiful, my name is Janice, and I am in my 40s. I was born in Washington, D.C., USA. When I was growing up, I did not know what I wanted to be, but I knew that I wanted to help people. Today, I am a clinical social worker, and I feel that everyone has special gifts. It should be a never-ending journey to the, the discovery of your true gift. People say that I'm special because I care greatly for everyone's happiness. I'm grateful to have had 43 years of life to work on my special gifts to the world. I'm very passionate about helping young people find their true selves. When I was a teenager, I needed help with finding my positive energy. And now I have the pleasure to motivate and encourage young people with their paths to a successful life. My parents thought that there was something wrong with me and I was not acting right. So they made me see a clinical social worker to find out how to fix me. I went reluctantly, but I felt even worse to think something may have been wrong with me. Over time, I understood my feelings and learned some new techniques to deal with my issues. I'm thankful to my parents for wanting to make things better for me instead of ignoring me or sweeping my problems under the rug. It brings light to my heart to know that one encouraging word, a smile, or a hug can help a young person move past a challenging situation. I have worked long hours in stressful jobs for financial stability with very few rewards. It made me feel like I was not doing what God wanted me to do. It felt like a betrayal of my God-given talents. Being misunderstood is what I fear the most. I want people to see me for who I am now and who I am growing to become. I still feel like people do not understand me, but now I just have to be clearer, louder, and more specific. If I was able to go back and speak to myself, I would make sure that I lived more, loved more, experienced everything, and stopped to see the sun rise and set every day. One of my biggest challenges has, has been being able to put myself first. To honor yourself is a way to celebrate the person that you are, that you are becoming. When I have challenges, I listen to music and write poetry. I always wrote in my journal, but I never let anyone see it. But I have since realized that in order to be heard, you must speak. So now I help young girls speak through poetry and spoken word. I used to allow challenges to consume me, but being stressed out about my problems did not make the problems go away. Now I take one day at a time, write a plan, and pray. I always prayed when things got difficult, but you have to pray and have faith in your prayer. Self-doubt and failure hold me back from accomplishing more of what I want in life. Being still and meditating helps me become more focused 
and to push forward in accomplishing my dreams. It's extremely hard to be still, but it helps me to listen to my positive inner voice. I see myself as God's child. I am flawed, funny, fabulous, and full of love and light. Sometimes I feel like people don't see me, and they treat me like I am invisible. It's a hard pill to swallow, but I just keep on moving forward with my head held high. Self-acceptance is a journey that takes a lifetime. Little by little, if you listen closely to your inner self, you can accept what you are hearing. I value my family the most in my life. I felt very empty and lost as a young girl. Not because I didn't have a loving family, but because I felt like I did not belong. I was adopted as a baby, and I was blessed to have the most supportive parents. But being adopted is an unknown situation that you can't fix. I was empty on the inside, but tried to hide it with a smile on the outside. I still struggle with that today. I have a ray of happiness around me to light up someone else's day, but I feel empty on the inside. Beautiful. I feel like your struggles today are no different from when I was growing up. You want someone to listen to you, hold you, accept you, walk in your shoes, and not judge you. We have made the struggle more complicated by repeating the same mistakes with each generation. Young people are supposed to be motivated to learn and encouraged to strive to accomplish more than their parents. I feel that we are losing the strength that is within our young girls by being passive-aggressive towards our responsibilities as parents, guardians, and role models. If I had a chance to sit with a young girl who was a shadow of my younger self, I would sit and listen. I would open my heart to hear her spirit and help her find whatever she is looking for. Dreams are conceived in your sleep. Take the time to reach deep down into your soul. Find your true self and then act upon it. I am alive and at peace in my life today because I never stopped listening to my true self. Janice. Janice's story resonated with me when she talks about her passion for helping young people find their true selves. She speaks to how self-doubt and failure held her back from accomplishing most of what she wanted in life. And the meditation helped her move forward and hear her positive inner voice. She tells the reader that self-acceptance is a lifelong journey. So I only shared three stories from this powerful book. There are many more inspiring stories. So I highly recommend getting a copy of Letters to Girls Who Dream of Flying. I want to thank Shona in particular for putting this beautiful book together to share these women's inspiring stories. I would really love to hear which stories or story inspire you the most. Please feel free to DM me on Instagram or you can join our Facebook group over at All Things Rack Studios. Thank you again for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Check out our blog at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. 
and follow us on Instagram at All Things Relax Studios. Until next time. <laughs>